Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Ovation Show, where we are discussing healthcare crisis in America. We're also bringing partners, colleagues, clients, and business owners together to discuss solutions and innovations that are bringing higher quality of care to employees, reducing out-of-pocket costs, creating better communication and innovation in the benefit space, um, and also giving more transparency and control. We are live today in the Work Innovator Studio, uh, where Work Innovators is amplifying the voice of business at VentureX Castle Hills in the realm. And today we're going to focus on innovation in the tech space um, and employee benefits communication. Um, and with that, I brought on a good friend of mine, uh, Joe Fernandez with TBX Benefits. Joe, good to see you. Good to see you, Dan. So, Joe, you created TBX back in 2015, I believe. Yeah, well, 2014, but okay, cl close. Um, and but in that time, I mean, the accolades and the things you've accomplished, I mean, you've blown up. I mean, looking at some of the things you've done, you know, since 2017, you've been in an Inc. 5000 company. You've been a Texas regional in 20 and 21. Uh, as 2020, your SMU Cox Dallas 100 Top Entrepreneur Award, Top 25 DBJ Minority Leader, Top Tech Innovator in the Employee Benefits Space, Top 25 Hispanic Owned Business in North Texas, and the list goes on. You've, you've accomplished a lot in Thank four you. years, basically. Um, you know, I've known you and watched you do all this, which is awesome. We met back when you worked for Colonial and right before that you were with Unum. Through that process, you work with employee benefits, you were doing the voluntary benefits, you were using the technology that was given to you through those carriers, et cetera, um, and how you helped us grow our business through that space as well. But you saw some things that could be done better, which is kind of, I would assume that's where you got where you are now. And you, you had a kind of an aha moment probably where you said, hey, we can do this better. What was that moment? What did you see? What got you there? Well, first let me say it wasn't just me. I have a team <laughs> of 50 other employees in our organization, now over 50 employees in our organization that has helped us uh, achieve some of the accolades that you were mentioning uh, are there. We've certainly been growing a lot over the, over the last few years and pretty excited about where our business is going in the future. But I, I guess the aha moment was really uh, seeing a big shift in in how employers were looking for ways to simplify the whole ecosystem of employee benefits from everything from the enrollment and education process to the management of it uh, and really out there there wasn't a well there were a lot of systems that were coming out and up and coming in terms of that side of it but a lot of them were missing really one of the biggest things that employers are searching for today which is engagement with their employees connecting with their employees especially after uh, you know during the last uh, few uh, the year and and months that we're now in this covid environment where a lot of employers are looking for have, have a bigger part of their uh, of, of their employee population in a remote type setting mm -hmm. uh, and that's from everything that we're reading and seeing in the marketplace and what our own client employers are telling us, that's just gonna continue and even grow. And so uh, more, more than ever, there is a big emphasis in trying to keep that connection, that engagement with the employee. And of course, employee benefits is an integral part of, of that process, of that value proposition, of that connection between uh, employer and employee. And so what our platform does is very different than, than other systems is it kind of takes more of a consumer look at how we buy things. And, it, and it's amazing for many, many years, and I've been in the employee benefits business now for a little over 35 years. For some reason, because it's insurance, because maybe it's employee benefits, um, we market things differently. Mm -hmm. uh, people don't buy 
cars, they don't buy homes, they don't buy clothing, they don't buy stuff the way insurance is actually marketed and sold to them. And there's a big change in that. So what we do in our platform is try to do some of the same things that uh, you experience when you're buying things online, which is give me in, a, in one screen, give me all the information I need to make a decision on a, on a benefit. Give me everything I need in order that I can get a good understanding of it, appreciate the fact that my employer is providing this for me, and make a confident and feel confident about the decision that I'm making about all the employee benefit options that my employer is providing. And we do it online, yeah. uh, tech enabled, uh, mobile enabled, uh, and it can be done access anywhere in the world, basically, uh, 24-7. When I go back and think about when I got in the benefit space, everything was about in-person enrollments. I mean, you had Aflac and other companies, plus, you know, just to, our even our team would go out and meet with employees one-on-one. That was how we explained benefits because that's how you you get the questions. The employees had to understand what they were buying. That was the main thing is you under helping them understand what they were buying. Mm -hmm. You know, now we've had that shift where it is. It's gone into a very technology-based platform and even the employees before that maybe didn't gra gravitate towards the technology now are forced to because of COVID. So with that, you know, to engage those employees, to get them to be educated and know what they're buying, you have your platform, what kind of media, what kind of, what do you, what are you explaining? How are you doing it in, within the platform? Is there videos? Is there <laughs> <laughs> stories? Uh, without giving too much of yeah. our secret sauce <laughs> away. Uh, yes. It, it, it basically, it, it puts the employee in a journey. Um, it's more of a, a of an education experience as a as a form as a, a, a as opposed to a task as opposed to I got to get my benefits done. It's almost like when people usually when they come out during enrollment period they almost feel like it's tax time. It's all, it, it feels that uh, you know normally for most people experience as well. This is as bad as me having to prepare my taxes, <laughs> right? It's not fun, and not, not, a lot of people uh, you know don't really enjoy that process, and and really they don't enjoy it because they're not they don't have that confidence that yeah. they're making the right decision. Uh, that's where the the traditional face to face type of uh, benefit communication enrollment was was sought out at that time because it was the only way to really be able to have an interaction to answer questions and and build that confidence. But today with newer technology, um, that's changing uh, rapidly. So yes, it, it, we the employee goes through an experience. It's 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 very uh, connective engagement type videos that explain all the types of benefits that are available to them uh, in English and in Spanish. Um, it's also a, a data-driven and, and, and science-driven type of uh, benefit decision support tools that allow the employee to interact about what their personal situation may be or their family situation, and it makes recommendations that are based on data analytics and, and artificial intelligence to be able to connect with that employee and really make stronger decisions so that they can make that confident decision. And the other thing, too, is that, uh, you know, it, it, it's 24 hours. So yeah. it, the, the spouse at home can be part of that education process, part of that decision making process, which, again, increases that that level of confidence and, and connection uh, with their benefits and their employer. Well, I love you said education experience. I mean, that's that that's a great way to describe it. And we have clients that have used your platform, so I know it's what it does and how well it does it. Um, you brought up an important point too about the family. I mean, we see that a lot where the employees are being made to do, told to do decisions while they're at work, where they wanna go home and talk to their spouse. So having that access 24 seven cross-platform um, is really valuable. 
Um, and I, you said you can do phone, it can be a phone enrollment, tablet, pretty much anything? Yeah, about 95% of any enrollment activity that our clients go through, uh, the employee will go through on a technology, either on their phone or their tablet or on their, on their computer. About 5% will call into our service okay. center and, and have a discussion. So you've got a service center, call center tied in with it as well. We do, we do. And um, and, and you're right, we, we know because we've become data junkies when it comes <laughs> to in our business because uh, it really points out to exactly what's going on, not only in our platform, but in the market as, as well. Um, but we know that about 70% of the people enroll on our platform actually enroll after hours, after yep. business hours. So it's, it's a huge indicator to us that there's more engagement in that process because it's more of a spouse uh, employee engagement yep. process, not you know, not anything else. And I think that I mean that's been critical. Um, it, it certainly uh, has been very effective because of it. Yeah, well, I know when we do our enrollments, we've had to tell people, hey, we're seven days a week and eighteen hours a day because when when do they want to enroll? It's after dinner, eight o'clock at night, that's right. and they're calling our office for help, and we make sure we're available for that. Right. But having those platforms also gives them the access and ability to look at it. Yep. Going back to so you talk about team when you built this, you know, David and Jimmy, rock stars. I mean, yep. you could, I know you couldn't have done it without them. Um, and then you got Buck, mm -hmm. um, who's been with you since the beginning as well. Mm -hmm. But recently, I mean, you talk about you have 50 employees now. You've almost doubled in size, I think, in the last eight months. Yes. And I know this because we do your benefits. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody hear that. And you do a very good job of it. Thank you. <laughs> um, but you've doubled in size. But the best part is you brought in some rock star people. I mean, you've had Kirk Vitry forever. Yep. Um, but you brought in, you know, Mike Keller, Chris Della Sala. You, I know you can name a bunch of people. You got Belinda, who's been with you for a long time. Yep. Talk about the importance of a strong team because you have rock star people that I've known for years. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you know, we're uh, uh, we can be described as a rocket ship that needed to have uh, wanted to, needed some extra fuel to to really get to the moon. And, and so we made that decision about 18 months ago, 20 months ago, where we decided that it was time for us to expand and expand even faster than we've been expanding. We, Quite frankly, we started the business, Buck and I, and really mostly Buck through our um, relationships in our years in the business, in the employee benefits business. And as you know, we market through uh, uh, employee benefit yeah. advisors. Uh, and brokers and consultants. So um, it's been through that those relationships that, that we've built the business. But there's only so many relationships each of us would have. Right. So we made a decision to expand our sales force, uh, utilizing and, and hiring uh, individuals that have a lot of experience in the business um, and have those types of relationships in those particular markets. So today we're now coast to coast. We hired about nine individuals in, in the sales area, which is uh, a huge expansion. Uh, so we now have coverage all the way from the Northeast to, to Southern California wow. uh, and, and every, and pretty much everywhere in between. So there's no question. Um, we started that and we, that was the plan for, for 2020 for, and then COVID hit, but we continued, <laughs> we, we continued with that plan. It just delayed it a few months, but, um, the results are we'll, we'll be growing about two and a half to three times this year wow. uh, over last year. Uh, because of those efforts and 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 hopefully uh, knock on wood uh, that continues so it's a pretty exciting scenario our our, our pipeline and our growth has is, is, uh, been amazing uh, over the last uh, 18 months you mentioned covid and we know you know technology benefits were going towards that technology already and I, but I know for a fact when we're doing benefit enrollments there's still that group of people that didn't grasp technology they don't have computers at home we sure. deal with it all the time with some of our rural clients sure 
Now with COVID, they're forced to do that. Sure. So now technology is even more important. So you're growing, you're going, and I'm sure you're going to see an increase in business and that technology being utilized. What the, when you're looking at client, what size? First of all, what size clients are you working with now? Anyways, well, we typically work with clients that have 100 employees on their uh, benefit plan and up. Okay, and I know you, you know, you work with small boutique brokers like us. You work yep. with some of the largest ones in the industry as well. You bet. Um, one of the unique things that I always thought was great was. In a lot of cases, you're able to give your technology to employers at no cost. Is that still kind of, I know you have different, there's different ways, no cost or low cost that's versus some of the other platforms that are That's out there. exactly our model. Our, the, the This technology, which can be uh, utilized for the whole front end process of enrollment, communication and education uh, and onboarding of new employees for the, for the employee benefits, or it can be expanded to be a complete end-to-end -end solution. Um, it can either plug into any system that the employer already has, any payroll system, any kind of HRS technology and things like that, or it can be expanded to an end-to-end -end solution. Uh, but regardless of whether what, which way the employer uh, wants to utilize the TBX services and software, uh, we provide it at no cost. And our philosophy behind that is very simple. Um, you buy groceries. We've all bought groceries, and a lot of people believe that uh, grocery stores make money by selling you a box of cornflakes and making a nickel on it. <laughs> the reality is the way grocery, uh, grocery stores work is that they charge the vendors that sell their products a what's called a slotting fee in order to have access to the market. And I always found it very strange that why should an employer who's giving access to their employees to insurance companies to sell their products, why should the employer be the one paying the, the, the administrative mm -hmm. costs and fees to create a system that to manage those benefits? Yep. Shouldn't, the, shouldn't the insurance companies pay for that? And that's exactly how we do it. We actually, rather than charge the employer the, the cost for, for supporting the technology and all of the services that we provide, it's the insurance companies that are having the enjoyment of the access to their employees that are the ones that are paying those fees. And that's basically how we've been delivered, uh, you know, state-of-the-art technology at a zero cost to the employer. Well, you know, I think it makes sense because when you look at the insurance company numbers, you know, the public numbers that are out there and the profitability that insurance companies have, they sh really, they should be. And again, for that access to the employees, I think it's really smart. Well, we created a win-win though, because it's not so much that the uh, the insurance car carrier is now carrying the burden of additional fees. It's a win-win scenario because the way we uh, deliver our platform, the employer receives the state-of-the-art technology at no cost, but the insurance carriers actually enjoy better results through our platform mm -hmm. because when the consumer, i.e. their employees, are better educated and engaged, they become more confident in those decisions yep. and purchasing those products. And if they're more confident, more people buy, and therefore <laughs> the insurance carriers enjoy better results that yep. overcome the fees that they would pay for that because of, of that, that ecosystem that gets them better results. Well, you know, you brought up a good point. I was thinking our marketing materials at Ovation, one, on the back of it, something we've always held as a kind of a, just a way we do business, the MetLife studies always talk about 75, 80% of employees don't understand the benefits they get. And there's direct correlations to that and actually their enjoyment at work mm -hmm. and being happy in a place that they work. So you're kind of taking care of that as well. Not only are you educating them, but you're actually creating a happier employee 
that'll be happy with their benefits in the place that they work in. Absolutely. Those, those same studies indicate year after year that yeah. four out of the five problems that employers have to deal with when it comes to employee benefits are all related to education or lack of education uh, and engagement uh, with employees in their benefits. And so therefore, this is exactly what we're addressing is those four out of the five problems that typically employers encounter uh, in the employee benefits side of things. That's awesome. So where do you see, I mean, looking at the future right now, because things are changing so rapidly, you're growing, but wh what challenges or what new things you see are going to have to be addressed by companies like yours? I mean, I mean, you do have competition. Everyone's looking at that same space, but are there new things that you think need to be done or... I don't know, that kind of throws it out there. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, we certainly have a, a very distinctive roadmap that, that we work towards, and it's typically a 12 to 20 months, uh, 24 month spa uh, space uh, without giving away too much right. of what we're doing. <laughs> but one of the things that we are uh, working with very carefully right now is uh, connectivity in the back end between uh, carriers and employers and making that connection be more seamless. Uh, in the world. So for example, um, if you have a, a uh, if the, the medical carrier uh, processes a claim for a cardiovascular issue, um, our, what we're working is that our system will be able to get that uh, seamlessly, get that data in a, not, in, in, a, in a way where it can notify the employee that, by the way, you have these other benefits that also can pay benefits towards mm. that condition. And most employees, sometimes they forget yeah. all of the benefits are available to them. So it kind of circle backs and gives them that information and automates the process where they can get those benefits. So that's one of the things that we're looking at. But uh, there's, there's about, I would say about a dozen items that we're looking for that will be deployed over the next 12 to 24 months. Uh, that are kind of unique in the business. That's really cool because I know when we do open enrollments and we'll have those voluntary those side benefit ancillary, um, we hear people say, oh, I forgot I had that. And yep. they have to go back and look for records from a year ago to exactly. file a claim. So having that connection, that's really, that's a cool exactly. is, is the connection and also the processing. So it's more than just the notification, but it's also the processing of that at the employee's request. So that they don't have to go back and look for uh, any receipts or any EOBs or anything like that for them to, to file a claim. We would already have that information. That's awesome. So I'm gonna be a little self-serving here for a minute because we do. We mentioned we do your benefits you and we talk about all the time taking employers from a fully insured into some sort of alternate funding, self-funding platform. Mm -hmm. And you know, you've been a great case study because we took your benefits over four, I think four years ago and you were with Blue Cross fully insured mm -hmm. and we moved you into and I'm going to go through this because I know the history, but we brought you over into, I think it was uh, ABA self-funded platform, That's brought correct. your cost down. I think it was about 45% next year because we're running claims well, doing things. We are able to keep you at that level. That's right. And then last year we did the new over and we actually brought you down under that again. And we're hoping that you do the same thing yeah. this year. <laughs> <laughs> but just, you know, and you have a self-funded. In fact, when I got in and started doing self-funding years ago, I was coming to you and asking you questions. Right. <laughs> I remember that having lunch and playing chess and we we're talking about self-funding. But can you kind of give an idea on, or talk a little bit about fully insured versus the, that self-funded alternate funding, how the experience has been for you what you know just talk a little bit about it well i mean obviously it's been great so certainly from a cost standpoint it's it's been it's really good uh for a couple of reasons one yes the cost has uh, been able to be very manageable um uh, but we're more in control ultimately of that cost than we would otherwise so uh, uh you know 
a lot of what we do and other services that we do, for example, uh, we have wellness programs in our in our company. Uh, we have uh, individuals that come in uh, with uh, a, a chiro- uh, we have a professional chiropractor mm-hmm. and, and and massage therapist that come in uh, weekly as a as a free service to our employees that use that. Uh, we have other services that we do to, to kind of keep the employees uh, give them access to things that keep them healthy and uh, you know all at their choice. Yeah. But those things have direct impact uh, in our uh, medical plans because we, they spend less, you know, ultimately yeah. less medical spent. Uh, whereas in a fully insured plan, although that's that served us well at the time, no matter what we do, we really it really has no yeah. bearing in, in, in our cost because we're just part of one of, of a huge pool. So from a cost standpoint, it's actually been effective. But also from an employee standpoint, no difference to them, right? Yep. They don't have to manage anything differently to them. They're going into the same kind of network that they would uh, before. Uh, it's completely seamless. Um, but we're also lucky to have you in your organization <laughs> because any one of them can call you and call your organization yeah. and, and get any kind of help that they need. Uh, good thing for me and, and, and for the rest of my management team is that we don't have to deal with it. We've never had to deal with an employee that, that uh, you know, a claim wasn't uh, managed correctly or uh, uh, a cost hasn't been managed correctly or whatever the case may be. Uh, your organization is more than just a product itself and, and the, the cons- consultative services that you've provided for us but it's also the service, and I think that's that's really uh, been a, a hallmark uh, in our in our process. I appreciate it. You know, and I think the big thing is on that transparency and that control of costs. I mean, employers look at it and they, they don't realize that they, no matter how big or small they are, they can take some control or have a lot of control and reduce and control those costs. And we've got multiple employers that we see them going backwards in their benefit spend. Yeah, which is amazing. I got more employees, but I'm spending fantastic. less and I'm getting yeah. greater benefits, I don't get it. Um, so we see a lot of that. And that, but then again, the communication goes back to explaining the benefits, how it works, using the tools that you provide, bringing that to the groups. You know, a lot of employers spend a lot of effort and a lot of money to try to build a, a, a medical plan and an a employee benefit package that really ultimately will give the employees greater value at a lower cost. And of course, that lower cost means a lower cost for the employer. But a lot of times you, you don't see employees making those choices or, or making the choices to those new plans. And a lot of it is because of the lack of education. If yeah. an employee doesn't understand what's being presented to them, by nature, by default, that's human nature, we're gonna revert back to what we've done in the past, right? Because there's a fear of making the wrong decision. This plan sounds good, but I don't really understand it, so I'm really not gonna buy it because I don't wanna make the wrong decision. A lot of employers make the mistake of believing that the reason why their employees come to them and say, I just want what I want last year. You know, yeah. they want to have passive enrollments, yep. so to speak. And they're under the the impression that they think that they want that passive enrollment because the employee is happy with what they have. And in most of the cases, that's not true. Yep. They want they 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 want what they had in the past because they don't understand and they're not confident enough to make a change in their decision because they fear making the wrong decision. Um, and, and so, and, and the other aspect why employers sometimes request a view of passive enrollments is because they may have a system or a process that's so complicated and so, and, and so uh, uh, it just has such a burden administrative for them that, that, you know, the less 
change that they yeah. do, the better for them. And I can understand that because employers have to do a lot more with a lot less resources. Um, but when we have a platform like ours, it's really designed to make that whole process simple, modern, and easy. Uh, it, it becomes a, a really a simple decision for employers to just simply always have employees given the access to, to that process and, and make their education and make their selections. I was just thinking about it. So when, and when you look at employers, what, what questions should somebody be asking that employer or trying to figure out if this is a fit for them, what they need? I know Chris De La Sala wrote that great article mm -hmm. to brokers saying, hey, you need to ask employers these questions. Yeah. What are the two, maybe top three or four things they should be, that I should be asking our clients or be looking mm -hmm. for in placement and what technology to use, et cetera? Well, I mean, first and foremost, you know, how, how, are, how do your employees interact with other processes in your company? Right. Uh, and, and how, uh, you know, how, what's the level of engagement that your employees have and appreciation they have for their benefits? I mean, are they excited about it? Uh, do they look forward to open enrollments uh, or they cringe every time it's coming around? Um, how effective is uh, any migration that the employer is looking at doing in terms of cost savings and cost shifting or planned uh, redesigns? And how is that communication uh, working? Uh, are they doing, uh, are, is the process that they're doing today no more than basically taking a, a either a paper form to complete enrollment or a, a computerized version of a paper form on a computer screen. Is it that basic? Mm. Um, how does it compare to how your employees interact or how they uh, consume other products? Right. Those types of things. And and um, and not to mention how complicated I mean, it. it uh, are there ways that you are looking for to simplify the process and modernize the process? Um, so those are kind of the, the, the important ones, the key ones. Um, and, you know, start from there. That's awesome. Um, so then I guess, uh, how do, how do people get hold of you w website where, how do we reach out to you if somebody's interested, whether it be a consultant broker, an employer, well, they can, they can reach you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Reach us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can certainly reach you, uh, um, and, and work that way. Uh, but, but certainly, uh, uh, tbxbenefits.com, uh, can get them, uh, uh, to or any, any of us that, uh, want to look at that. And of course we, you know, we're on all the social plat yep. media platforms and, and so on. And we'll put a link to Chris De La Salle's article at the end of this as well. Because That's a that, great article. It was a great article. Yeah. I think it was in California Brokers, but yep. it's been pushed out a lot, and I really enjoyed it as well. Um, so anyways. And we'll put a link of our website on, on, on your site as we'll well, push, right? We'll push it out there. Uh -huh. So anyways, I appreciate you coming in and talking about TBX you Benefits because you're a valuable resource and technology for our clients, but I also know, you know across the U.S. Um, and you, you hit a lot of great key points as far as employee engagement, uh, the systems, being able to make employees happy with what they're getting, but also understand their benefits. And I think that's really important in what you're doing. Um, so again, appreciate you coming on and talking about TBX and, you know, here's great wishes to you growing, huh. continue the growth. Phase. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's great awesome. seeing you again. Thanks everyone. Thanks for coming in, uh, meeting with me and Joe. And uh, this, this has been sponsored by Success North Dallas, uh, connecting people for over 30 years and Craig Shelley, fine jewelry and luxury watches in Beverly Hills. Thank you. See you guys soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.